Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Dustin Hawkinsmith from Penn Live here with your blue-white breakdown going into the holiday weekend, and we're looking back at the 2022 recruiting class, many of whom signed on the dotted line in the early signing period. We still have maybe some action to come as we go into the February signing period as well. So we'll start here looking at the offensive side of the ball, the uh, position group as a whole, the stars of the class, instant impact picks, and maybe a sleeper as well. So again, we're focusing on offense here where we've got two quarterbacks who've signed and Drew Aller, a five-star, and Bo Pavola, a four-star. Two running backs have signed, Nick Singleton and Katron Allen. Four wide receivers, Caden Saunders, Anthony Ivey, who are both four-stars, and Omari Evans and Tyler Johnson, who are both three-stars. A tight end in Jerry Cross from Wisconsin, who's a four-star. Kind of a hybrid weapon that you could see lined up all over Penn State's formation in the future. And we've got three offensive linemen on board so far. Drew Shelton, a four-star from Pennsylvania. J.B. Nelson from Lackawanna College, who's a three-star. And Malik McNeil, who's a three-star from New York. The whole class ranks in the top ten nationally. The offensive uh, prospects tend to outweigh the defensive prospects, both in terms of quantity, I believe, and quality. Um, you highlight the, the two quarterbacks in the class with Drew Aller and Bo Pervola. Big storyline to follow in the start of their careers. You know, there's going to be competition early to try to gain the upper hand in that competition. Uh, Sean Clifford is back for 2022. So you're looking at really at the 2023 season and over the course of the next season and off season, which of these two players, Drew Aller and Bo Pervola, can separate themselves. Nick Singleton and Katron Allen, the running backs, Penn State likes to do this where they get a good one-two punch of guys who have different skill sets in the same class. Singleton, one of the more complete backs that James Franklin has signed. Power, speed, aggression, all the things that you could want in a running back. Catron Allen is skews more towards the power side of things, that physical back. Think about you know, a guy like Noah Kane, somebody who's always falling forward, always getting positive yardage. That's Catron Allen, so not quite the same Upside, I think, is Nick Singleton, but somebody who can play a really, really solid role. All kinds of good options here at wide receiver. Even though you've sent two of them, two wide receiver prospects are set to begin their careers at safety. Makai Flowers and Christian Driver are those two. But Caden Saunders, high upside player. Anthony Ivey from Manheim Township in Pennsylvania. Omari Evans, a 4-3 speed guy from Texas. And Tyler Johnson, just a really good technician at the position. So really good variety there. Um, At that offensive line spot, you know, a lot of questions being asked coming off the 2021 season where Penn State's offensive line was far from dominant. Did you get enough in this class? And that's something to to follow along with and maybe look at the transfer portal as well. 
Um, Drew Shelton is a legitimate player, comes in 6'5", around 270 pounds now, probably needs at least a year to season and develop and to, and to build up in the weight room and to get into that 290-pound uh, range. But he's somebody who should be a multi-year starter, I think, down the road for Penn State. Uh, two stars to point out in this class and what to expect from them. Drew Aller, the quarterback from Ohio, fast rising prospect, uh, a lot of respect public, uh, uh, nationally from 24-7 sports, uh, five-star um, rate, rating from the 24-7 sports and uh, the site and the composite. He's number one at his position, number four overall by 24-7 sports of their site rankings. Listed at 6'5", 230 pounds. He um, has a big, strong arm, moves very well for his size. He's not a statue. Um, he's not somebody who's going to be an impact runner, but he's somebody who's going to pose a threat. And when opportunities present themselves with man coverage down the field, he's somebody that can run and pick up a first down if he needs to. Also going to be hard to bring down both in the pocket and outside the pocket with that size. Uh, I think the thing that really marks his game is a flair for making big time throws. That can be a flick of the wrist type throw across his body, off platform, um, three quarters arm slot, dipping down low when when he needs to. Um, somebody who can who can make all the types of throws that you need to make um, in the pocket, outside the pocket, and that's something that's very exciting. I think for Penn State fans, he he has that. Um, athleticism and talent and flair that even a guy like Sean Clifford doesn't really have. So Drew Aller looks to be the future of the position. Uh, Mike Yersich had targeted him uh, going back to his time at Ohio State, really got the guy that he wanted. Um, and I think the fact that Sean Clifford is returning for 2022 is a really good thing for Drew Aller. It allows Penn State to not put too much on his shoulders right out of the gates. Gives him time to watch and observe a veteran, a four-year starter in Sean Clifford, um, go about his business, try to improve, get stronger, you know, learn from his leadership, and then get out there and compete. And that competition will be fun to watch. Drew Aller and Bo Parbola coming in both in the 2022 class. Uh, Christian Bayou, who played a lot and played very, very well in Penn State's win over Rutgers, is already on campus. He enrolled this past January, um, spent some time developing, jumped Taquan Roberson on the depth chart. So he brings some exciting things to the table too. So you've got a three-way competition of young players behind Sean Clifford, and they're in a much better spot because those young players don't have to play right away. Uh, Nicholas Singleton, I do expect him to play right away. He's a five-star from 24-7 Sports. He's a four-star in the composite from Governor Mifflin High School. Major production, over 2,000 yards rushing, over 40 total touchdowns as a senior. He was your national Gatorade Player of the Year um, for, for the work that he did at Governor Mifflin. Stands at six foot, 210 pounds. Uh, as I mentioned before, he runs with power, speed, and aggression. And I think the hunger to deliver big blows, the hunger to make a big run, um, to, to make a guy miss, to run through an arm tackle, that's what really seems to separate Nicholas Singleton from a lot of his peers. Obviously, physically, he's all there um, with, his, with his power and speed. But I think um, he runs like it's the last time he's ever going to run the football. And I think that's going to be a, a good thing that shows up when he does arrive on campus it's hard to argue with the fact that, A, he'll be the most talented running back on the roster at that point. No disrespect to Noah Kane and what he was able to do. He was a very, very good prospect coming out. Um, but he's got, you know, when you do suffer an injury to the lower half of your body, it does 
kind of changed things for, for him. And he didn't look like the same player that he was this past year as he was whenever he was a freshman in 2019. Kevon Lee has done some nice things, um, but I think Nicholas Singleton's in a whole different air when it comes to being a, a running back. Uh, he'll be competing with both those guys as well as Keziah Holmes and Devin Ford as things stand right now. Uh, there's a lot of time between now and spring practice, and then certainly between now and the 2022 season, you could have a Keziah Holmes or a Devin Ford opt to pursue a transfer and try to get a fresh start someplace else. You know, Keziah Holmes in two seasons has not had many opportunities to play. Keziah Holmes been stuck behind Kevon Lee. Devin Ford's a former uh, big-time prospect who just hasn't really put it together at Penn State, and I don't think anybody could blame him if he wants to try to get a fresh start someplace else. So you could see some changes at the running back position. I do expect Nicholas Singleton, whether he's your starter week one in 2022 or whether he's somebody that ascends um, the depth chart throughout the season, I think he will be Penn State's best runner, and he'll prove it pretty early in 2022. Welcome to Cureleaf, a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey. Have questions? Visit us at cureleaf.com or stop in to see us at any of our 12 locations. Let's talk medical marijuana and let our confidence become yours. Let's look at impact players in this 2022 class. And I think Nick Singleton leads that list for good reason. He is a good mix of both talent and opportunity at running back. They're going to try to remake this running game the best way that they can. That's going to mean looking at the offensive line and trying to make improvements there. But I think also getting a more impact runner could make a, a big difference on the 2022 offense. Uh, another name to know, I think, is Caden Saunders, the wide receiver from Ohio. He's a four-star, number 57 player in the country in the 24-7 sports composite. He is a high-end player that the Penn State coaching staff has compared to K.J. Hamler. Uh, Franklin on National Signing Day said he's be somewhere between K.J. Hamler and Jahan Dotson. So that's pretty lofty praise. With the, the, with the Hamler comparison, his burst and his acceleration, his quickness, and obviously his long uh, long speed uh, running in the 4-3 range and the 40-yard dash, I would expect by the end of his career. It's an obvious comparison. But he, I think technically he, he's as good as Dotson at the same time coming out of, uh, of Nazareth High School. So you look at the technical components and the speed and the quickness and what Penn State has coming back in 2022 at the wide receiver position, what their needs could and should be at the wide receiver position in 2022. Caden Saunders can check off a lot of those boxes. He's listed right now at 5'10", 172 pounds. He's not a big guy, but I think he's built for the slot position. He looks strong and sturdy for that for that weight Probably you'll see him in that 180 range um, by the time that's that that spring ball and and uh, training camp begin next summer. So I think he's uh, got all the makings there as being a, a guy who plays a lot and he plays a lot early. Super quick off the line of scrimmage, hard to um, square up and pin down as he's trying to get that initial release. And if he's playing that slot position, that's kind of everything to get off the line quickly and cleanly and get to where he wants to go on the field. Um, I think he's got a good idea of where he's going and what he's doing and how to read what opposing defenses are doing. Um, So I think he's mature as far as that goes. So you throw all those things together, the technique, the quickness, the speed, and you can see him making an impact early. 
Penn State doesn't have a dire need at wide receiver. You do have Parker Washington coming back. You assume right now Jahan Dotson will be off to the NFL for 2022. Uh, you have Keandre Lambert-Smith, who has been the number three for the past two seasons. Um, he'll be asked to make the jump to number two. You know, he's got to put in the work, and he's got to prove that he can be that guy. He can um, handle a little bit more of the offense. Malik Mega, you saw him the, f- the final few weeks of the 2021 season showing and flashing what he can do with that 6'4", 200-pound frame and that speed that he's got. Can he make the leap? You know, I, I don't think you can answer either of those questions definitively. But even so, if both of those guys pan out, if Parker Washington is a, is a true number one, Penn State will still need depth at wide receiver. They'll still need some variety. They'll still need some somebody to come in there and, and play um, a large share of the snaps. Uh, Caden Saunders can be that player. Uh, you look at guys who are currently freshmen in Trey Wallace and Liam Clifford. So there's competition there, but there's also a wide open path. If Caden Saunders looks is as special as he looks to be, he can he can do some damage and he can start climbing that depth chart. Um, just like with Nicholas Singleton, he doesn't need to be that number three guy by the time training camp breaks. He can build into that throughout the year. Uh, one pick for a sleeper here, Tyler Johnson, who's a three-star wide receiver. Love his skill set as a technician who just finds ways to be productive. Uh, He's from Virginia. He's a three-star. He's from Magna Vista High School. As a senior there, 40 catches for 1,278 yards and 15 touchdowns. Also averaged north of 33 33 yards per catch as a junior. Uh, Three-star rating across the board. That's from 24-7 Sports, Rivals, and On3. Uh, Doesn't really do anything physically that stands out. He's listed around six feet and 175 pounds isn't going to blow you away with elite speed, uh, but he's fast enough. He's big enough. He'll grow into that frame. I think a lot of the things that you might have criticized Jahan Dotson for coming out of Nazareth High School are similar criticisms of Tyler Johnson. He just doesn't jump off the page at you when it comes to big physical physique or high end speed. But I think Jahan Dotson, who was who was certainly more talented. Uh, than Tyler Johnson at the same stage of his career. Um, You saw him develop elite speed. You saw him use that technique and those technical skills and his instincts for the position to to get better and to make that speed really stand out because he's so smooth and he has such a clear idea of what he's doing on the field. Tyler Johnson has a few of those skills as well. He'll be somebody that you don't expect him to play uh, as a true freshman. Uh, Might even need another year after that to develop. But I think over the course of his career as somebody who should be able to make his mark and uh, and do some 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 good things on the field and be productive. If a player like that develops this 22 class for Penn State has a chance to be really, really special because you've got out of the 23 guys who have signed so far, you've got probably 14, 15, 16 who have um, who do something at an elite level. Tyler Johnson's not in that category, but if he develops and a few others in the bottom half of this class, Uh, This class could be very, very good. Maybe even James Franklin's best. That's it for this edition of the Blue White Breakdown. We'll do the same thing looking at Penn State's 2022 class on the defensive side of the ball here coming up. We'll also put together a Penn State holiday wish list going into the holiday weekend. Stay tuned. Be sure you subscribe and download everywhere you can find podcasts on the Blue White Breakdown. Welcome to Cureleaf, 
a medical marijuana dispensary. Whether you're a longtime patient or you're just getting acquainted with this incredible plant, Cureleaf of Pennsylvania is honored to guide you along your medical marijuana journey.